0: Hi everyone, Uh, welcome to episode 10 of Turn On The Light. Um, Been a bit quiet this week on social media etc with wildlife posts. Um, It is 30 Days Wild in the UK at the moment which is a great initiative run by the wildlife trusts. Um, You know there's lots of cool stuff going on Um, but I haven't really been able to engage with that as I've had more pressing matters on my mind. as hopefully you are all aware, this week seems to have been a bit of a turning point in the in the white world's consciousness um, and awareness of racial injustices, triggered by the tragic murder of George Floyd. Um, it was the straw that broke the camel's back, if you will, after years of oppression, fear, and lost lives. Now I've always felt aware of racism and um, all marginalised communities. Um, you know I'll often. If a friend makes a an off-colour joke or, you know, says a phrase that is, is not right, then um, I'm sure I'll get a lot of rolled eyes back at me, but I'll, I'll call them out on it and I, and I won't let that slide. Um, and I'm not going to stop doing that. Um, but I have also learned so much in the past week about the realities and deep entrenchment of systemic racism. Um, and I've also learned a hell of a lot about my own privilege. Um, I was in two minds whether to do an episode like this or not um but you know just listening to black people over the past week and they say the things that they're saying you know as a white person with the power um white people have the power all the world over there's, there's no denying that um so I have to have those uncomfortable conversations I have to speak about the things um that maybe I will probably make mistakes when talking about. Um but that's okay so long as I learn, so long as I move forward. Um so that's that's what I'm doing. Whatever small platform I have, how any many however many of listeners are out there listening to this, it's important um for me to stand up um against racism, um, be part of the change that needs to happen um from the bottom up. Um and also to take this time uh, to talk about these important issues and to amplify black voices um so having said that I don't want to go on about me um too much because the intention of this episode is to amplify black voices um but this is just a little bit for those people who may still be confused as I am very aware that most of my listenership um are white um so just a quick explanation on white privilege um It's not saying that you've had an amazing life with no hardships and bags of cash and a massive house and all this stuff. That's not what it's saying. It's simply saying that your skin colour has never been one of the things to adversely affect your life. For example, if you've never had to worry if you'll get a job or not because your name sounds too black. If you've never had to worry about leaving the house with a hood up because it makes you look threatening. If you've never had to be nervous to walk into a new group or a new class, because you'll be the only black person in there. Hell, if you've never even really had to think about your race at all, that is white privilege. So, now that's clear, um, I also wanted to take some time to recognise that the dominant voices of conservation and environmental movements and the conservation world at large are white. Including this podcast. I mean, thus thus far, I've only approached people to appear on this podcast who I've met or somehow already connected with or worked with in my journey so far. Which really rammed home the point for me. They are all right. I think at university, there was maybe two persons of colour in my year. Um, shout out to, to Sham Mulgy, if you're listening. Hey, Sham. Um, yeah, and in my work abroad, again, there were about two black people on the staff teams grand total and that is from a large turnover um, of staff you know some only staying a month some only staying a couple of months Um, and I was out doing work abroad I guess for maybe a couple of years Um, yeah so these things all packaged up together highlighted for me that I need to be better I need to seek out black voices in conservation and I pledged to do that and to make this platform, however small it is, much more diverse. Equally, if there are any black listeners or people of colour out there, please do contact me if you'd like to appear on the podcast, have a chat, tell your story. Obviously, I want to be the one to put the legwork in first. Um, you know, it's not fair to ask black people to, to, to do the work, but I just wanted to you know, make it clear that obviously you are perfectly welcome to contact me um, if that's if that's something you'd like to do. Yes. So recognizing the podcast is incredibly white recognizing the contacts I've had throughout my life in the conservation world yet yeah, highlighted as I said the whiteness of the industry. So I want to talk a little bit here also about the importance of intersectional environmentalism also known as climate justice. So this advocates for the protection of people and the planet and it recognizes and understands the injustices happening to marginalized people and the planet and that they are all interwoven together it recognizes the need for social justice within the climate crisis conversation that you cannot have one without the other for example black people are at greater risk from natural disasters from the impacts of climate change they're less likely to have access to natural air spaces etc etc hurricane Katrina is a devastating example of just that Systems that are responsible for creating the environmental and climate crises are also responsible for the oppression of black people. So by dismantling one, you can help dismantle the other. Now, I will include a link to an article on this by Leah Thomas. Um, She's written on this for The Good Trade. She talks about it much better than I do um, and from a black point of view, which is obviously something I can never do. Um, So please do read that. Um, And she also includes a list of resources to explore intersectional environmentalism further at the bottom of that article. I'll include a link to that in the show notes. Okay, So now I want to move on to the main reason for this episode, um, the amplification of black voices in conservation. I'll talk a little bit about a few wonderful accounts here um, that please do go and follow and appreciate them for the wonderful work they do. I'd love to have, you know, one, two, three, four, all of them on the podcast um, at some point um, to talk to us all. Um, Some of these I already followed, uh, but admittedly, many, many of them I have only just discovered. Um, My feed was very white. Um, And this is thanks in part to a post by um, Kelly Reardon. I don't want to... Not mention that um, having seen her post on this inspired me to do this episode. Um, So, yeah, give the credit to her. Um, Yeah, and she also admitted, and I don't mind joining her, as I said, my feeds were far too white. Um, So all of these accounts and more will be listed in the show notes. Um, Yeah, I could go on and talk about all of these accounts for a very long time. But this is just a little snapshot um, of, of what's out there um yep so as i said they these are all mostly instagram accounts um and then on their instagram accounts you can find where their twitter is where their youtube is where their websites are um a couple of those i will include in the show notes as well ones that i've connected with and found super super interesting and really really cool um yeah and at the end i'll talk a little bit about a podcast as well that you can listen to um from black creators so without further ado First up, we have at Green Girl Leah, who is the aforementioned Leah Thomas, um, a leading voice on intersectional environmentalism. Uh, We've got at Bells is Birding. Uh, This is Danielle. Uh, She's a co-organiser of Black Birders Week, um, which if you haven't heard of or weren't already aware, it was happening all last week to celebrate black outdoor enthusiasts um, who can often be met with hostility and suspicion, Um, as sadly we've probably all seen with the Christian Cooper case. Um, who was met with atrocious racism by Amy Cooper in Central Park whilst he was out birding, just asked her to put her dog on the lead, and he was threatened with uh, the police, threatened um, with her calling them, saying, oh, there's an African-American threatening my life. Which, of course, as we all know um, from recent events and from not recent events, uh, many times over the course of our recent history in society, African-Americans and the police do not mix well. next up we have at black af in stem uh, celebrating and unifying black people in the fields of science technology engineering and mathematics we've got at hood naturalist who's Karina Newsom, um, who's also a co-organizer of black birders week um, some amazing stuff on her account that she posted just today that in fact due to black birders week the national wildlife federation in the us is expanding its conservation fellowship and intern programs to create opportunities dedicated specifically for young biologists of colour to help more black birders launch careers in conservation. So there you go, that's, that's a bit on theme, that's a bit on brand, there's your good news for this week. More programmes to launch young black conservationists on their career paths. See shouting about things does make change for anybody who's protesting about the protest. But that's, I'm getting off topic um next we have at heron hearth um a bird and outdoor enthusiast um we've got out at out to chelsea so i'll repeat that because that was a bit garbled at out to chelsea um also blackbird as we co founder self-described bird nerd and herpetologist barbie i love that herpetologist barbie she's showing you that you can love getting down and dirty in the field but then you can also love getting down and dirty on the dance floor and all dressed up to the nines next up we have at afro Herper. this is erin mcgee who i've loved since hearing on the serology episode of ology's podcast um check out that episode um to listen to her spew absolute love um for herps she hosts hashtag find that lizard on her instagram which is an incredibly hard challenge of finding certain species of lizards in photos um yeah, really, really hard, but always good to give it a go. We have at Danny Washington, who was the first Black woman science TV host. She's currently a correspondent for CBS's show Mission Unstoppable, um, and the host of Exploration Station, which is TV dedicated to STEM. Next up is at Raywin Grant PhD. Uh, she's a wildlife ecologist with National Geographic. And has spent the last decade researching bears in North America. We've got at Ellie Stories, wildlife photographer and self-confessed wanderer. We have at Science Uncovered, Esther Odukunle. Apologies uh, if I said that wrong, which I probably did because I'm a white bitch. At Science Uncovered, which is Esther Odukunle PhD she's a biochemist a neurobiologist and an antibody engineer very impressive resume Uh, she's using her platform to highlight people in STEM Um, she's also on Twitter and she has a YouTube as well Um, Dr Esther which as I said I will include that in the show notes next up we have at science with Tyus Tyus D Williams he's a carnivore ecologist absolute big cat nerd um, and he's also lending his hand to poetry, wildlife photography and science communication. So if you follow that particular account, you will get a plethora of really interesting content. Next up, we have at the wildlife host, who is also co-organiser of Blackbirders Week. We have at Jason Ward, everyone's favourite bird nerd. Um, he hosts Birds of North America. Um, they'll also include a link to the youtube there in the show notes for that one we have next we have at lil putu um, this is chris williams um, a worldwide adventurer um, and examining worldwide wildlife one species at a time we have at lb the adventurer this is elbert um, he's exploring the world um, and exploring the animals that come along with it. Now we have at Gillian's voice. Uh, this is Gillian Burke, um, who I really enjoy watching on BBC Spring Watch here in the UK. Um, she is lovely, um, really, really warm, wonderful lady. Um, please do follow her. Um, we also have at Climate Diva. Um, this is Summer. She uses her platform to discuss the climate crisis um, and to advocate for that. Next, we have at Co. This is the profile of Rose Santana. She is now get this, check this out. So she's the lab manager of an aquatic toxicology and ecotoxicology laboratory, working to combat chemical pollutants, which she describes as the silent threat to our oceans. Um, so it's some incredible work going on there and she's gone on expeditions um to the arctic um which is incredible to, to take a look through um her images of that those adventures except we've got at james lee in the wild. <laughs> i only say it like that as it's at james lee with four e's It's <laughs> so at james lee in the wild. um now he recently wrote a blog for lonely conservationists um which i recommend that you all go and read um it's very powerful it's written from the heart um and it's talking about being black in nature um from the only viewpoint um which can understand that um so yes please do go and check that one out as well and finally um the last instagram account i will verbally talk about is at nacelle 242 um, this is from a very impressive lady uh, called Krista Danielle Sherman. Uh, she was the first bah- she was the first woman in the Bahamas with a PhD in marine sciences, which she graduated from in 2018. Now to touch a little bit on a podcast um, that is really interesting to listen to and will sort of boost up even more black voices in in nature. Um, is Black Nature Narratives. This offers black perspectives on issues relating to the natural world and our relationship with nature. It's hosted by a nature-allied psychotherapist and naturalist, Beth Collier. Um, And it celebrates black leaders in the fields of conservation, ecology, environmental justice, um, in a field that we know has low representation of black people. Uh, This podcast comes uh, from an organisation called Wild in the City, um which their ethos is all about getting people of color out in nature and to support well-being through relationships with nature in london's wild spaces so this is uh sort of a local program for londoners um they're very passionate for all to be involved um getting out in nature and have very diverse teams um and they actually also provide research and consultancy on race and inclusion within the environmental field so if that's something that you or an organization that you work for or are connected with may want to investigate further um then they provide consultancy on race and inclusion within the environmental field um they are on twitter at wild in the city one um they are on instagram at wild in the city uk and their website is wildinthecity.org.uk um so yeah so there's just a few people that i wanted to touch on um, and highlight there for you to to go and follow um, and investigate their work and enjoy their feeds um, on your feed, um, helping to diversify your feed. Your feed. Um, obviously, as I said, this list um, and the accompanying ones in the show notes and the ones on Instagram um, are of course not exhaustive, but it is. Dark. Um. Yeah, I'm listening. I'm learning and hopefully taking some of my white listeners with me black lives matter